DC Universe has a new streaming service. Halo is getting a video game series. And, oh yeah, we're going to talk about that brand new Spider-Man spinoff film that's coming. Morbius. It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me tonight is Jace. Little brother, what's shaking by you? Nothing much, man. Just, uh, I'm actually kind of pumped up about the theory, uh, the, it looked like a Miles Morales uh, cartoon, Spider-Man. That looked pretty cool. So I, I, that's what I got going on. And joining us back after a long hiatus, it's the big gun. Gunner, what's up, man? Welcome back. What's good? How's it going? I'm also looking forward to the Miles Morales, Miles Morales, uh, Spidey into the Spideyverse uh, animated awesomeness. All right, let's let's start off with the news that came today. DC has talked about this, and we've heard rumblings, but now we got the official announcement of DC Universe, and that is going to be DC's streaming service, where you're going to have to go on just like you do to Hulu, to Netflix, etc., soon to be Disney, and this is going to be your only way to access unique and exclusive DC content. And the thing that, of course, has my attention the most based off of every photo, every synopsis I've read, is the Titan series. And it's going to be a live-action Titan series. It is going to feature a Titans team. It's not some random characters who are like, why are these guys on here? It's going to be a classic squad. We're going to have Nightwing. We're going to have Beast Boy, Raven, Starfire, and at least an appearance by Hawk and Dove. And as well as the Doom Patrol. And Doom Patrol apparently did so well on their episode, they were so impressive, that they're also going to get a spinoff series, and that's going to come in 2019. We won't have to wait so long for Titans. That's going to be showing up later on, probably in the fall, maybe in the early winter. But fellas, this is going to be the answer to the CW formula. We're going to see a different take on DC superheroes with with uh, Titans. What are you guys thinking about this? Are you excited about the possibilities? We've got Titans. We've got Doom Patrol. We've got a Swamp Thing film or show. And we're also going to get uh, the next season of Young Justice, which is subtitled Outsiders. So I can't wait for that. And we're also going to get a Harley Quinn, uh, more adult theme animation or tv series so lots of cool stuff coming up and mentioned with this and we're also going to have the option to go and watch old school movies they've announced all of the original four superman films are going to be there uh the wonder woman tv series in hd for the first time lots of opportunities for dc to to throw in all of their great content including those animated films that we've enjoyed for a decade plus. Gunner, we haven't heard from you in a while. So what do you think about this service? Do you think you're going to be subscribing to it? I probably will, um, especially if they have a little show called Superboy. Both actors from the 90s. Go for it. It was so cheese, the first one anyway, the first season though. But I want to see that in HD. That'd be sweet. I was going to ask if the animated um, movies were going to be there. That would be great. Then I don't think he's spending like $15 on Blu-rays every time because I just buy them. 
Um, <laughs> added to the collection. I just watched it on the streaming service that I pay for monthly and keep watching whatever. Yeah, the Wonder Woman. There should be another show off the top of my head. I can't think of it. That used to, I thought DC owned them. Uh, Lois and Clark will probably be on there and probably Smallville. I'm not sure how it'll connect yeah. with the CW shows, but maybe Lois and Clark. Jeez, uh, what else? I know. I feel like they've had more shows. Maybe they go. Well, it's like well, going to be the, Bat- the Batman movies are going to be on there too. Right. All those movies are going to be there. Maybe they'll have the 66 Batman series. That would probably be a cool thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you would that have that. Yeah. yeah. And and the old Wonder Woman we've already mentioned. So that would be cool. I mean, they got to do something because their movies, I mean, gee, they can't seem to make good live-action movies as, as good as uh, Marvel does. And I used to say that people just want to hate on DC because it's not the Marvel formula. However, after watching Infinity Wars, I don't see how DC can have an answer other than forget it, let's just do what we do best, which is TV. Let's make sure that we have our streaming service. Here's our answer. Cool. Which is not a bad... Yeah, have you seen the pictures of Robin? I have definitely seen the pictures of Robin since, like, what, last fall? So I was like, yes, yes. This looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they, a good costume. They they they're not really messing around with this one, so it's like okay, if they're gonna do Titans, they could probably do a, a better Batman series. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I'm not excited about Swamp Thing. I mean, I don't think we need another Swamp Thing series. I mean, we're old enough to to remember there were like two, a cartoon and a live action one, and it was just like ooh, kind of tired of the Swamp Thing out for like years. Now, you raise a good point because that's another movie they could probably bring on there, but uh, they're old school cartoons. So if they start throwing in Batman animated series, Superman animated mm-hmm. series, Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. going old school Thank with you. challenges of super friends and superpowers, there's a ton of awesome. viable content for them. And you know what? Amazon has all of those, right? The ones mm-hmm. that you just named, including Superboy. And yet we can't watch them because you gotta like pay for it or whatever, this and that. I'm like, I already paid for Prime. I gotta pay for more Prime to Prime Prime to to watch old school shows now. Okay. So that would take away from Amazon's situation, which you know, I'm not gonna cry over. They got enough money. Right. And I think they're going I think Amazon that's why you seem to make such a, a push now to come up with original sh- content because Disney is going to be taking their stuff away and whatever original Disney stuff and then presumably after this deal with Fox goes through whatever Fox contents on Amazon and you know DC slash Warner Brothers isn't going to wait around to just have Amazon take advantage of their stuff which probably draws a nice crowd so yeah there, there's a lot of potential here Chase what are you thinking about it uh I and the fact that if I can watch some of the DC shows like the old, like if I can watch Lois and Clark streaming while I'm work, working, that would be cool. I mean, same thing with, I mean, Smallville was basically what I, I, mean, I did law school on. So if any time I need to have a brain break, I can definitely watch some Smallville. And if I can do that streaming, good stuff. Now, I, I think this is this is actually a really good thing. I mean, I, I once they said they were going to make the uh, Young Justice sequel, and uh, a Warner Brothers exclusive, it was like, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of hostage taking, but you got my money. I, I yep, mean, I, I, like, I was already that in. Deal the deal. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, and because <laughs> I mean, like once they they said that there wasn't going to go on Netflix, which is like, oh man. But then they said, no, no, we're picking it up. All the original people are going to be back. It's just going to go on a streaming service. It's like, okay, well, I mean, at the very least, as long as they make it, she so can watch the whole season in a day versus trying to do like how CBS did with their streaming service where you had to watch their stuff like uh, the Good Wife sequel or spinoff like one week at a time so you couldn't actually enjoy it like the whole you, if, they, if you did like a month trial you couldn't watch the whole thing I meaning which would have A it's like uh, that's the whole point of streaming I want to be able to watch the whole thing when I want to not week by week so as long as they, they do, the, right. do the right thing by consumers let us watch the whole sh- all these shows like a tight I mean especially like a Titan Sun like that would be cool because I, sw- I think that there was talk about it, that getting picked up by TNT and then they said nah that didn't but if they got a good enough episode that they made a spinoff or something else from it I think that's a that's a good sign so yeah. I'm I'm very much into this I mean I, if I can watch like like I said the the old school DC movies and a lot of some some of these new Batman streaming stuff, there are just like, all right, let me see if I want to look at it. It would be a whole lot easier for me to watch that in streaming versus buy a Blu-ray. Something I might, I'm not going to want. Like, if I, if anything's good as usual, or like I see a review on LylesMovieThought.com that is mm-hmm. worth picking up, I would pick it up and then stream it whenever. You never know how these streaming services are going to change. Just like how mm-hmm. Amazon Prime membership now isn't as valuable once they said, hey, we're going to take all our content off, like Hulu, you're like, oh, well, Hulu's not as valuable anymore either. So now with all this going to DC Universe, it's like, okay, well, I'll spend those dollars there. So yep. very, very much looking forward to that. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm Now, will the waiting. CW shows be on there? Now, will the CW shows be know. on there, too, just to kind of repeat? I mean, why not? I mean, it's everywhere. They're on Netflix, and so I can't imagine why they're on Netflix and the CW anything. app. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're on Netflix and the CW app, so why wouldn't you? Yeah. But couldn't Netflix decide, I mean, couldn't DC decide to pull them off Netflix? Yeah, that's what Disney's couldn't doing they... with their content. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's, I mean, I, I there, there is a point I would think, hey, I would want it on a non-exclusive platform to get more viewers to my live shows. Like, for CW, since most of those shows are already, they're still ongoing, I'd keep them on Netflix. Just because it's like, all right, I want somebody to look at the repeats. If they're not, in case they don't want to have our exclusive app, then they might come and actually yeah. watch a TV show and then come back. But there's nothing that stops them from making that business decision to say, hey, we're just going to take all our content and and you know ship it over to this uh, DC universe. They'd be streaming. stupid down for that. Everything that wouldn't. There. I would. I mean, that's the I whole mean, point of having it. You having your own, of course, is exclusivity, but also with those CW shows, I mean, why uh, I have a different business mentality, spread it around. I'm like, okay. I mean, I mean you're collecting. Yeah, license, you know, license my stuff you know, out works out just as well. Bingo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Just license it out to all of them. Why not? It's all CW, it's all Disney, and it's all, it's all Warner Brothers, DC, and there you go. Man, I, that, I, you just won't have that dare to defy logo. <laughs> it's in the middle of it, but yeah, why not? 
Well, that's the thing. They've got the CW shows. They're not leaving CW. I'm talking once that season's over, you put the shows right away on there. Like, to me, you've got CW as your outlet. You've got whatever movies. You've got the Warner Brother animation films. And maybe on that streaming service, instead of, you know, putting it out, you know, maybe they have an early release date for those movies to go on that service, even before the digital people who get them faster than the people who buy them by the hard copy still. And yeah, I mean, still taking advantage of the exclusivity of having their own service and making it an appealing bonus for people. So Mm -hmm. my question for you guys is how much would you pay for this service on a monthly basis? Yeah. I think twelve ninety nine in that range, mm-hmm. knowing they're going to go up to fifteen in two years. But at that point, I'm hoping, like, if, if, if Titans is good, if Titans is good enough. You're like, okay, I can only get this here. Yep. I'm willing to pay for that. Like, if Swamp Thing or uh, uh, gosh, Metalman, is that what's, what's the other series? Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Like, if those are two. Three shows that are so good and they're 100% exclusive, plus Young Justice. Yeah, I'm, I'm will, I'd be willing to pay more. I mean, especially like I wouldn't get to an Amazon Prime Prime, but if I want, I mean, I just use Amazon Prime really to get stuff shipped to me. I wouldn't, re- I really don't use their TV right. service anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, th- those would just be dollars. I would change that allocation. I mean, or. Or just keep, like I said, I mean, that would be something, having those movies come kind of exactly when they come digital streaming. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, because, I mean, that that's money DC knows they're going to get every month anyway. So they almost could say, hey, you know what, we're going to get rid of our whole streaming business on these Blu-rays and literally make you buy them through uh, DC Universe, which uh, wouldn't uh, seem like a bad idea to me. All right, so that's good. So it sounds like we're all excited about this, and hopefully oh, yeah. DC will keep pumping out new content because, man, I think if Young Justice works, we could see them opening up a whole other realm of, of their characters that may be afraid to take on to that live-action front. Maybe maybe the DC streaming service is the way they can finally get a Legion of Superhero show out. And maybe they just go old school and make sh- make a cartoon series on, say, Justice League International. Just just go completely out off the rails and do an Outsiders. Oh, wow. I mean, there, there's all a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Dude, oh, man. Justice Society. Oh, do it all. Yeah. yeah. And do original movies like a Golden Age. Maybe this is the kind of format real where they crisis. could do a Crisis on Infinite Earths. And they can crisis. make it a five-part se- or make it a twelve-part saga because they're, have they don't have to do more Yeah, so it, there's so many possibilities, and I'm I'm really excited. And and what I've seen of Titans makes me think that they're really on the right path with this. Well, the other good thing is they're probably going to have that Legion of Superheroes show that was on this C- WB for what two seasons. That would be on there too. So that would be. Yeah, because that thing is impossible to track down. I mean, you only the only way I had, I found it was going through. Uh, I think it was like the Baltimore Comic Con that somebody had a copy of. I'm like, here, take my money, go bye bye. Oh, so, yeah. So that that'll be good to have some of those kind of shows that 
Like, I mean, having, I mean, because you'd also have the Batman, Batman Beyond, and all of the Justice League shows and Superman, like mm-hmm. those animated shows on that. So that's like, yeah, mm-hmm. here, take my money. Is there. All right, let's move on. So another bit of news, keeping it on the comic books for a second. Jared Leto is anxiously awaiting, I guess, like the rest of us, what Warner Brothers is going to do with the Joker. We've heard there's going to be a Joaquin Phoenix uh standalone Joker film that's going to be totally unrelated to any Joker we've seen so far. I'm not excited about that. Uh, I think Phoenix would make a great Joker, but I need him in the context of a larger universe, not as a standalone character who may or may not interact with Batman, Batgirl, Robin, etc. I think that's going to be an odd choice and one of those decisions that I think... uh, is not going to work and is going to continue to confuse people who are going to be wondering what's up with Jared Leto's Joker. And Leto's Joker is supposed to be showing up in the Birds of Prey film, and he may be in a Harley Quinn movie as well. That's all up in the air. So he decided to get something concrete and definitive. So he signed on to play Morbius. And Morbius is a Spider-Man uh, ally, enemy, depending on who's writing them. Basically, the same kind of concept as Man Bat, uh, brilliant or lizard, brilliant scientist, has a disease, wants to cure it, becomes a vampire, uh, and he's running around trying to stave off his bloodlust. And Morbius is one of those kind of characters who works well in small doses, kind of cool, oh, he's a vampire but he's struggling to be a hero. So it can work. And I'm kind of curious to see which direction they go into. I think this may be a better fit for Leto than Joker. Uh, I think he's got the hair, if nothing else, to play a vampire. Uh, some curiously optimistic about it, cautiously optimistic about it. But uh, Jace, what do you think about this? Uh, uh, you, you said a lot of stuff there. Uh. A, DC doesn't need to have any kind of spinoff movies with different characters that aren't connected with an, a larger universe. That's It's like Marvel, on that regard, Marvel has created the formula. Like, you can't just do standalone random films. I mean, especially if you're trying to get younger audiences in, you're going to confuse them. The parents are going to be confused, so they're not going to go see it. They're going to find him hey, and Hosley's pump. Did that Venom movie ever come out? Oh, it's coming out in the beginning. Yeah. That's how much I care. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm concurring with what you're saying. Yeah. So you're, you're doing all that. You're doing too. That's just doing too much. Like Joaquin Phoenix, you find another role for him. I'm, I'm sure there are enough DC bad guys. I, I almost think DC has the better bad guys. Like son Javon said, like weeks ago. It's like, yeah, why not try and do something a little different? Like, hey, makes the villains the bigger uh, draw. So maybe you could have somebody like, I don't know, like death. I mean, like honestly, doing a death pool. I mean, a death stroke movie. Like instead of having him part of a uh, Batman movie, like literally make a movie about him and then have him come into a Batman movie versus starting with the heroes first. Maybe. 
I mean, just DC just has better villains. So why not try and do something a little different there? Now, back to Mor- Morbius. I don't blame Jared Leto. Like, hey, man, I, I can, I'd rather commit to something that somebody really wants to go all in on versus, and I can, I don't have to follow behind anybody else on this. So, let, I mean, he, he's a good actor. So, hey, let him sink his teeth into this. Ha, ha, ha. And go from there. I, I think this is a good move for him. I don't know if there'll be an audience, but I think you had it on your site, on the site, where maybe Marvel plays nice with Sony this time and says, hey, do you want to use, since you lent us Spider-Man, how about we lend you Spider-Man and Blade or something like that? To make it like, oh, okay, let's see where this movie goes, because we don't know. So I think that's probably a better way to go than trying to follow in some old treaded footsteps. So I think this is, I don't know if I'm going to be excited to see it, but maybe you throw a really good trailer in there and I'll be interested in seeing it. And I, Birds of Prey, I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think honestly that could actually work out really well because those are some heroes that, DC doesn't have established that much. So, and I, I, I think Birds of Prey actually might be a good way to go for DC to actually say, hey, we got something that Marvel doesn't. Like, so we're, we're, we're treading some ground that they're not, and we can actually, you know, lead the forefront on this. So I think that actually is a good idea for them, too. All right, Gunnar, what do you think? Yeah, I'll start with Birds of Prey real quick. Uh, yeah, Leto's like, cool, I'll play this Joker here, I'll play this here, but y'all are faking on the standalone Joker? Like, that means that the company has no idea what they're trying to do about continuity. So, yeah, let me go play this random vampire character. Again, will I have an audience, like Jason said? I don't know. I don't think I need to see another vampire. As long as I live, as we've been oversaturated by that for the last decade and a half or so. So I think everybody's got vampire fatigue. So here's another one that let's say you're you you do not know who Morbius is, right? But you know what I mean. You're just coming through, and you're just like, oh, another vampire? Okay. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. as successful. Um, and then you know, Jared Leto and white you know white makeup again. Cool. That seems like the thing he wants to do. Great. Um, so that's the only person I thought of. I was like, really? I guess he likes this kind of kind of stuff there. That's him. Um. And yeah, the Birds of Prey was the show that I forgot about that I was trying to think of with the, the DC app. So if you recall the TV show, yeah, short lives, yes. It didn't last long, did it? I don't know. I think it was just a good show. Yeah, I think it was one season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I think that movie would be cool if they do it right. Um. But I mean, good for him for making that move, but. I don't know. I would have pushed a little more for playing the character you get paid for. You know what I mean? Or you're already getting paid for. But yeah, switch to the Marvel side. Question: Who is doing Morbius? Like, is this a Sony, you know, former Sony. Fox thing? With, okay. So the thing is, yeah. if I'm understanding this deal correctly. They can always include Tom Holland's Spider-Man in any of these spin offs if they want to. And Spider-Man could also interact with these guys in his films. I think the way it's done up, Marvel Studios would have to do a special deal to get Morbius or Venom to appear in a greater Marvel universe-wide film. 
So say they did a Secret Wars and wanted to put in Venom, they'd have to create a special deal to get Venom in there. Yeah, and maybe it worked. But from what I've seen of that Venom trailer, I don't care about seeing him come over. So I'm good on that one. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't think we need that. Yeah, um, I'm fine with Spider Man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Big giant corporations like Yeah, I'm good. It's like you, you almost needed yeah. like carnage like in the trailer, like, oh okay, there's gonna be some bigger and badder than him. Well, like, I mean it's, it's still it's June. Yeah, it is June though. I mean they'll show him later in another trailer. That was just the first one to be like, Hey, we're doing a Venom movie. So it's still not gonna make me want to see but did the Venom teaser make you want to go see that? It was like no. I'm not so, interested in Venom as a character like that. I like him I as a foil to Spider-Man. I just need him in right. that capacity. I don't need to see right. him trying to debate with his morality. He's just the guy who's pissed off that Spider-Man cost him his, and Peter Parker cost him his job and that Spider-Man rejected him or it when it was part of his suit. I, all that other stuff doesn't matter to me. So Yeah, because you have to really do to change the whole continuity. To make that right. this movie make sense. So I watched it. I'm like, no, I'm good. I mean, when the motorcycle thing was just like really what the world's like. This is gonna be a terrible movie. Be a terrible <laughs> that scene did have. If that that scene did get like, oh wow, this is. You want us to see, pay to see that? Huh. Right. Good luck. Like, uh, let me go see Tom Cruise do Mission Impossible 18 instead. Good. I I, it's got my money. That one's got my money. I'm like, whatever. I'm down. I'll watch it again. Keep in mind, we saw the first Mission Impossible with him in college. Uh, dude, I don't even think it was college. I think it was yeah, high school. You think it was high school? Yeah. It was high school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Good. What year was uh, that? Uh, 95? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So I remember seeing it with a girl, and I was not good with girls back then. So okay, cool. Oh, we were really old. Yeah, no one's passing notes and now flipping it in the lockers anymore. It's like, yo, here's a text. These young kids, these young dudes now. Hey, what, what, what's your Instagram? I want to slide in a DM. <laughs> nah, dudes nowadays are just like, here's my penis because we have no game. True. All right, let's move along. So Showtime is getting in on a pop culture phenomenon. Um, this is interesting because we haven't seen a lot. We've, we've definitely seen networks and movie studios get all in with uh, comic books. But Showtime is taking a different approach, and they are they've greenlit a Halo series. And, you know, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, et cetera, are all like kind of scrambling now to find the next big show. Everyone's looking for the next Walking Dead and Showtime is banking on Halo. And of all the video game series, Halo's an interesting one to make into a TV series or at least do it right. But I'm I got to tell you I'm I'm interested to see what they do here. Um I would love to see good Resident Evil movies. But Halo seems like it it was it fits well for a movie or a series that just depending on how they do. Maybe it's a Battlestar Galactica kind of feel, but I think this could work. 
Gunner, how about you? What are you thinking on the Halo series? I feel like they skipped a step. They should have done Metal Gear. That would be cool, too. Yeah, Metal Gear would you work. Know what I mean? yeah. And then go to You know what I mean? Halo's like, okay, there's only so much you can do. Metal Gear, man, you got decades of, I mean, just plot. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would watch you guys play, and I'm just watching it like the story version. I'm like, I'm not playing this joint. I'm just watching it. This is very interesting to watch. I want you to make a movie out of it. Halo, sure, it could work, but there's only so many things you can do. Nah, man, but come on. You know they've got to get Beyonce to do the theme song. Sure, she might as well. She's rapping now, though. I don't know if you knew that. Is she rapping? Or is she you randomly stringing? Is she is she randomly stringing words together like today's rappers? Well, she did that with the last album. That's funny. But no, this time she's actually using actual words, and it's good. And it's like he sounds better than some of the rappers on Double That, pu- that puts her up on him then. They're getting paid millions of dollars to do that. So there's that. They're winning. Jace, Halo series. Are what do you take? <laughs> <Are they? laughs> I'm actually, I'm intrigued. I don't know anything about the Halo series, but if you kind of treated very similar, not not in the joking fashion of Starship Troopers, but you can make a good army out of space movie series like you just really focus it on the people and then have the war and stuff like that be kind of secondary like you really do like i mean you don't make it boring but you make it like kind of game of thrones like you put that game of thrones kind of budget behind it i think i think it actually could work i mean they just got to have some i mean heck halo has been around for what uh almost 10 years plus maybe so they got some storylines they can do with it like every season, I mean, every game could be a season. So, I, I think, I, I think, I'm intrigued. Like I said, I'm intrigued by it. I, and I will check out a couple episodes, just like I still have on the DVR to check out uh, Cloak and Dagger. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, so I mean, and if it really catches me, I, I definitely keep watching it. You know, All Jason, right. you just hit something on that. I, I, that's why I'm not down with it. You nailed it right on the head, and there even, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, we've seen this before. Halo, we've seen Starship Troopers. I mean, Jesus, how many other shows like this? Starship Troopers. We've seen this so many times. How many more do you need? If That's it's good, it you watch it though. Like it's just, it's like in any good action movie. Like if I got some, I and I'm not even gonna say what the premise yeah, of Halo is. I just know there's a bunch yeah, of space yeah. marines. I see some trailers on, you know, PlayStation Network, so I'm not going to butcher this, yeah, yeah. but it's some Space Marines. You have some compelling stories about how this person's good, what their backstory is, what's motivating them to keep going, like some romance in there, some drama, and then some kicktail action scenes. So you'll go in there. I mean, like, just like none of us probably had a thinking like, yeah, I don't want to see this Game of, Th- I mean, Game of Thrones. It's like some Viking stuff, right? I mean, you know, watch it. You're like, oh, this isn't some Viking stuff. Oh, okay. was, I was like that for four seasons. Then I watched it. I, was like, I watched like season five. It's the last episode with a, the Snow King dude raises arms and all these bad you know, I'm like, oh, I'm watching this show. It was a yeah. yeah I, I root for bad guys. I like that. So, 
But like, I so really once you get though, but I have so some of the captive issue, you you would be like, hey, if, if somebody tells you, hey, this is worth checking out, like after that first season, you'd probably be a second season adapter. But if it's good, you go in. Now, if it's it was on point. NBC or something like that, yeah, don't bother. Oh but God, well that's cruel. Showtime, I think they're gonna put the budget into this and let it go, and then see what happens. What was the last great Showtime show though? Dexter. Yes, exactly. They screwed that up. They screwed that up towards the end. Really? It was like three. Yeah, the last two seasons. You're sitting here like, why am I watching this stuff? Especially that last episode. Dude, I, I kind of felt like that at the. Uh, I don't think I finished season one of Dexter, and I'm like, okay. I Whoa, Dexter is gripping. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah, that, we'll have to have another episode about Dexter. But I'm thinking, like, what was the other last? Weeds, maybe? Weeds, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it, Californication? Uh, that got boring to me after a while. Yeah. It would be I mean, cool, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is by, like, the first time Showtime puts money behind an action budget, which, I mean, there's probably plenty of action directors. I mean, hey, I mean, hey you, can, you can talk to the guys from uh, Cinemax who make uh, Strike Force. Like, they can at least put yeah, on a good action yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'd feel more confident if it was Cinemax. I think I'd feel more confident if it was Cinema Strike Force. You're absolutely right. Oh, and Ray Donovan is, is probably the closest one, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad show. Closest to action, no. but it's still drama-filled now. All right. So, Dwayne Johnson is... I feel like it's safe to say he is one of, if not, the biggest star in Hollywood. Uh, and probably has been for a few years now. The dude finds ways to make money off of even the most mediocre project. I have no interest in Skyscraper, but I'm feeling it's going to make more money than I expect. And another of his films that made a lot more money than I thought it was going to was Jumanji. It's one of the biggest hits of 2017. It's one of those films that made so much money that it came out on home video while it was still playing in theaters. And Outside of Black Panther, I can't think of another movie where that was the case in the last five years. So he just makes money, and he is back to making money with Kevin Hart and Jack Black and Karen Gillum. They're going to be back in Jumanji 2, Welcome to the Jungle. I don't know if that's the official title. I think they're still working out the kinks on that. But the big news is that Rock is thinking that he – is stronger than a lightsaber because Jumanji 2 is going to come out December 13th, 2019. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to be the week before or the week after Star Wars Episode 9 comes out. But I'm just looking at this like, wow, they are that confident in Johnson and Kevin Hart in particular, their star power that they are absolutely going all in. And they're like, look, we don't care. We are not shook about Star Wars. We're scheduling our movie right in the same vicinity. We're not running. We're going to go toe-to-toe with, I would assume, one of the biggest films that come out in the next, well, geez, next year. And let's think about 2019 while I'm on that. Already, we've got Wonder Woman 2, or Wonder Woman 1984. We've got the fourth chapter of Avengers, Captain Marvel, Shazam, jeez, um, what else? Uh, I mean, that that's big enough. But And then whatever the next, I think Spider-Man Homecoming 2 is also coming out then. 
there's a ton of stuff coming out in 2019. Maybe it's going to be one of the biggest years in box office history, just with that quick roster. But Jumanji could be one of those dark horses that surprises everybody and knocks out Star Wars. Do you think that Jumanji is is foolish for going toe-to-toe with Star Wars? Or do you think the grumbling and the disenchantment of the franchise or the fan base is going to be enough that Jumanji may actually make more money than Episode Nine of Star Wars? Gunner, what do you think? If I were Jumanji, I would totally look at Star Wars like Lehman Brothers and the Housing Crisis. Like, yeah, you screwed this boot. Let me go take over. Let me go. Let me go liquidate. Help you liquidate here. Seriously, I would do it. Why not? I'd look at my numbers. I'd look at their numbers. I would look at their numbers on this last spinoff. I know that we have to compare them separately, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking away my fanboy uh, bias and say, okay, this is all Star Wars, and look at their numbers. Got to come out sometime. And Jumanji's a you know a family film, and Christmas time. Totally, I'd roll that dice. Easy. I was like, yep, let's do it. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, good idea. Then I psyched about the sequel to Jumanji. Keep in mind, I think the didn't the first iteration of Jumanji have a sequel too? And I wasn't because I was like, what are they gonna do next? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't even know how a sequel that was. Serious? But what I do know is that first film was really, really fun. And it made sense. Yeah, and and it was so good and so much fun that I am I am looking forward to a sequel. Uh, you know, when they announced it, I was like, "Cool, that's a sequel." I don't know what they can do with it, but I liked it so much. I'm down for it, and I want to see it. And honestly, that's all I ever care about with sequels. Jace, what do you think about this, man? Uh, I think it's. I, I think if you were going to be Ballsy enough to challenge a Titan. I think this is the Star Wars to challenge him. Like a- anybody else, I'd be like, nah, we're too shook. Let's let's give him a space of two or three weeks. This one, episode nine, I'd be like, you're not knocking me off my perch. I think this is the one to do it because it's like you've killed the fanboys. They're they're probably they might see it, but there's no guarantee they're gonna see it. Jumanji made some decent money. Families liked it. And if I could buy stock in the rock, I would buy that dude. I mean, cause, right. like he, he, the dude, as much as we talk about, I mean, as much as I've talked about, like some of his movies that have bombed, those other ones have just been making so much money. You can't, you, you couldn't like not, you couldn't not bet on that dude. I mean, right. like if, if the, if the next, if this fast and furious spinoff comes out next year, I'm going to go see that, too. So, I mean, even though I didn't see Jumanji, it's like, hey, I think that dude's going to make money. He brings, he actually is a movie star because he brings people to the movies. Like, a lot, like we were talking last week, we talked about guys who don't bring people to the yard. He brings them to the yard. He wants to, cha- I mean, they want to challenge Star Wars week, week, two weeks. I think it's the right way to do it. I think, I, I, I can't even argue with them for trying to do it. That is the perfect time to do it. And I'm sure Jumanji is going to make a crud load of money. I mean, especially when you, the, the studio had made so much money on the first one. They let it stay in theaters and just say, you know what, here, like, just here, have a DVD, like, have a Blu-ray, stream it. We've made as much more money than we thought. 
I mean, and if people liked it enough that they could do that, they're going to go see a sequel. So I, I think it's a good way to go. I mean, whoever the distributor of is, that, that's universal. That was a good thing. universal, right? Yeah, that was smart on that part. Uh, yeah, that's why I got another analogy. I got another analogy. <laughs> All right. Star Wars, you said Titan, so it made me think. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, Star Wars is was a Titan, but I have a couple. Mm. It's like, okay, Star Wars is Carlito. Jumanji's <laughs> like, well, we're Benny Bonco from the Bronx. Peace. <laughs> I'm <right>. Benny Bonco. <laughs> <laughs> from the Bronx. Yeah. In scene, in movie. All right, so Gunner, you missed out on a couple conversations. Now, uh, just a couple. Well, yeah, just a couple. We're well uh, into summer movie season. What's on your list? Like, what what are some things that you are looking forward to seeing and have on your radar? Ant Man and the Wasp, obviously. Um, curious to see how they tie in with the Thanos thing. Oh, uh, okay. Then you mentioned. Then you mentioned it. I did see it, and um, I, you know, with every Marvel film, I have to rearrange my ranking. And this one is like, okay, I'm gonna have to do some re-ranking near the top, not at the top top, but you know, like that top ten to early teens deal. Whatever Marvel Studios is doing is just, you know, I was kind of like you. I felt like other studios just needed to be like, okay, this is how we make a comic book movie. And if we do this, we do that, and bam, we got a hit movie. And after Infinity War, well, I mean, after their 2018, I just don't see any any studio coming close to what Marvel Studios has done. I mean, we've seen three tremendously different films. Black Panther was just celebration of black yeah. excellence. Yeah. Just, yeah, real... A regal comp. It was this combination of of, of regal and meets James Bond and just so many things that it just it worked beautifully. Avengers: Infinity War was the blockbuster of blockbusters. It was the pinnacle of comic book spectacle, and and then it just left you hanging with an actual cliffhanger that we never get in movies anymore. Ant Man the Wasp does not try to be Black Panther. It doesn't try to be Avengers Infinity War. What it does is creates its own lane that it established with the first film, but then just goes in even more. And my main takeaway from it was Marvel can do whatever the heck it wants to, and they'll make it work. So if they want to make a comedy, action hero film, they're going to make one of the best action hero <laughs> comedy films there's around and they just whatever whatever they have on their list like let's take this let's let's go after this genre now they're gonna do it and make it work and you're scaring me you're scaring me i mean it, you're scaring it, me it, i mean it's just scary how yeah. good they are to the it point was, like we were just talking about the titan of star wars eventually yeah. they're gonna fall you get what i mean like star wars you were like they can't do any wrong they just literally can't do it. And Christian Hayes, and I can make excuses for him. It's like Kanye, right? But after a certain point, you're like, eh, all right, y'all screwed up. You know, Eventually, they're going to fall. But right now, we're in like a golden era. It's like hip-hop, too. Like in a golden we era. are, but I just feel like they understand what they're doing, <clears throat> what the characters are. <clears throat> and 
as long as Kevin Feige's there, they're not going to drop the ball. I mean, the only film in 20 I didn't like was one. It was Iron Man 3. And I, and the, mainly because I didn't like the way they handled the Mandarin. And that's like 100% yep. why I didn't like it. But mm-hmm. for people who weren't attached to the comic book version, they could enjoy it for what it was. But for me, I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing? But one misfire out of 20. And there, there are some good elements to Iron Man 3. I'm not going to just completely crap on it. And they it, redeemed but, themselves with that Mandarin situation anyway. Remember? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, so, I Fifty percent of Iron Man three was really good. It was just yeah. that back half. They're like, what? No. Yeah, it, exactly. it just went kind of all over the place. But what I'm saying is that how long ago was Iron Man three? I mean, geez, what was that? 2013. So they basically yeah. haven't had a misstep in five years, and they're not showing signs of like, well, that was a weak one. I mean, I left Ant Man and the Wasp again. Yeah, I left that film like, wow, they can do whatever. And they don't care about your expectations of, oh, this can't be as good. Ant-Man and the Wasp was every bit as good a movie that they were trying to make as Avengers, Infinity War, and Black Panther. Wow. And I'm not saying I mean, they good. are. I'm not saying they're better movies. But I'm saying for that specific niche of being a comedy superhero film, they nailed it just as much as Black Panther nailed being a black excellence superhero film and Infinity War was a comic book spectacle crossover come to light. It's so much fun. I mean, they take all the powers of Ant-Man and Giant-Man and they don't, and, it, and the thing that worked, which was so great, they had fun. It wasn't like they're trying to make a dude who can ride on ants and turn into skyscraper tall super serious. There were serious moments, but it was like, look, we can have fun with this. It's okay. And we're just going to have fun. And I wasn't thinking, Hey, this doesn't quite match up with the tone that was set in infinity war, which was much serious. You know, like, dude, this was fun right from the jump and they tie into it. And it's like, Whoa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I love these movies and I, I, you know, the only thing is that it makes the binge and the hype up for the next film so much longer now. It's like, okay, yeah. I got to carve out days to to get hyped up for the next big blockbuster. But that that's a pretty pretty decent problem to have. Like, I'm really excited to see what the heck they're going to do with Captain Marvel now, um, and what genre they're going to define with that film because they're just doing it with every one now, and. I'm really excited to see which, like, is it going to be the female superhero film? Is that the genre? Yeah, they're going to surpass Wonder Woman. Film? They're going to they're, they're going to aim at they're going to aim at Wonder Woman, the first yeah. Wonder Woman. They're going to aim right at it, and I hope they do. That's they are. I think Wonder Woman is the one that that's going to be like, nah, dude, <laughs> you, you ain't knocking me off the perch. But I think if it's as good as Wonder Woman, that's a win for Marvel. And yeah, yeah. if they're so, trying to if they're trying to make Captain Marvel like the female equivalent to Wonder Woman. Like all if they can What do you mean the female equivalent to Wonder Woman? She's a well, I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. The Marvel equivalent of of Wonder Woman. Like if they're if they're trying to like kind of, they they don't need to knock her off the perch. They literally just need to be on the same kind of perch. And they'll yeah, be fine. Like I'm just comparing superheroes. Captain Marvel's more powerful. No, I mean like the Captain I mean like for most people who've been into comic books, Captain Marvel hasn't been that person. But now, 
she's I mean if their if their idea is like they said, Hey, we are we are in the Captain Marvel business. Like we we want her to be like on the same level is Captain America, Iron Man, and all the guys you you from phase one, like the the guys you really went to see. So if they try and put make her like that and they put her kind in like make her a big deal like Wonder Woman is, I think they'll be fine. I mean, I think they'll be fine. And 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 it's like Marvel doesn't have to do that much now. It's like now they're like, hey, we can we can bring in our B level, C level teams, and we can actually elevate them up to A level now. Like Guardians was not anything until this until their movie. Then it became you had to go see it. Like Iron Man was a C level C B plus player. He was a B plus dude. He was he was a B plus character who had a fringe awareness from the general population. He wasn't anywhere near Superman and Batman. Yeah. Most yeah, he was time. not on their level. Let's say okay. Let's he, he was not really as recognizable as them. Now he is every kid knows who that is. Like and if you can get this generate I mean like like two generations behind us to to think of Captain Marvel like Wonder Woman, you won. And and that's and if they do that, I, I don't think DC has a chance at this point. I'm well, not really sure they thing. The exciting thing is we're going to get them squaring off next year. We're going to get Wonder Woman 1984 and Captain Marvel. And I'm kind, of, I'm kind of excited about it because it's like, all right, we get, this is like the first time we're going to have two big blockbusters starring uh, female superheroes. And I think this is In the 80s. Both of them in the 80s. Right, right, right. right. The good thing is, I don't think, I don't have a, I don't have a fear of either one of them dropping the ball. Like, how initially like we we've seen like these two head-to-head titans and then one of them drops a ball i don't fear either one of these guys dropping a ball i think you're really going to have it like well i like that one but i really like captain marvel more i really oh man I re- I'm, I'm so much more a gal Gadot fan like i think that's going to be cool to see yeah and i think that's what i'm looking forward to next year if the, when those two like go you know in the same head-to-head area yeah so gunner that was my excitement about Ant Man and the Wasp. I uh, think you're gonna look for it. Oh, I had more movies on my list. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I so I'm getting you back list. into it. Sorry. What else you got, man? Sorry, my bad. Uh, the Spy Who Dumped Me looks funny. Sorry to bother you. I just want to see what they did with it. It's supposed to be. I feel like there's more of a meeting behind what they're doing. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna check that out, right? Um, Mission Impossible already mentioned. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I really want to see. My man from um, Mr. Robot, but I'm hearing good things after seeing the trailer. I'm like, oh my god, he is Mercury. Okay, cool. Um, and then the first Purge. I'm not really into the Purge film. I saw maybe the second one. I was like, all right, where? Right, that's kind of cool. You know, on HBO or something late at night. Like, sure, why not? Let me just watch this. But this one seems like to have some other social commentary to it. It does. I, I think I put in parentheses like black folks. I was just like, it is. I'm like, oh, uh, maybe I should see that. Yeah. So That's those a good are list. My, those are my, yeah. I wasn't sure after the Marvel films what else I was going to be looking forward to checking out this summer, but there's a lot. And I'm encouraged <laughs> by that. And I think, if anything, the fall and the winter may be the letdown of 2018. And, you know, I'm kind of hoping that that is the case because. I will riot uh, 
metaphorically speaking, if Black Panther is not all up in the nominations come award season. But so far, I haven't seen a lot of. You're gonna have to write. You're gonna have to write. You're gonna have to write. You know, dude. Black cinema plus comic book stuff. I mean, it's just cinema, man. It was it was good. Yeah. So that's getting that's getting the Lord of the Rings treatment. You just cannot do it. Like, especially if you added new Oscar members, you have no. It's like, hey, I don't care what what price Price Waterhouse Cooper says. These films are in here. Like, it's coming. Well, it's porn one. It's porn one last year, so. Next week, we are going to absolutely break down Luke Cage Season 2. Uh, we were going to talk about it, but Gunner is still in the middle, and he is right at a point where if he watched the episode, Sorry. finished watching this episode, he would be ready to talk about it, and then we'd be like, finish watching the season, because it's real, and if you haven't gotten around to watching it yet, please do check it out because, man, it's definitely my favorite of the Netflix seasons, and I am looking forward to rewatching it again, like ASAP. So, fellas, that's it for this episode. Thank you out there for listening. This episode allows movie files has been filed. <laughs>